As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show, and it is time to start looking forward to the next version of college football. Ari and I talked about this Quite a bit late last week after Oklahoma and Texas got officially sprung from the Big 12 to join the SEC in 2024. And there's a new version of college football coming. And and part of that is going to be the SEC and the new 16-team lineup and what that schedule is going to look like. And, And we brought on Seth Emerson, our Georgia writer, because he's been covering this very thoroughly all through the process. And... Yeah, Seth, we've both done our guesses at what the three teams, you know, three fixed opponents per per school were going to look like. I I'm doing it again for mm-hmm. for tomorrow in a column, but I kind of want to workshop it here because I have struggled with these and and I keep wondering if I just need to change philosophy on these things. You you've done this exercise mm-hmm. multiple times. Uh, should we start with the with the one school that's the easiest? Would that be the, the, the good jumping off point? Can I can I back up? Yeah, go for and it. Yeah. Can I do a victory lap? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Like five years ago or however long ago, it was before I was working for our current publication. I wrote a column saying the SEC needed to get rid of divisions. And the fan response was kind of like, okay, like uh, who cares? And then people I talked to for the column at the SEC, I like wrote it from Destin kind of right. looked at me and laughed and like, okay, yeah, what's, what's your next idea? You know, um, you <laughs> Were know, any of those people from LSU or Texas A&M, because they've actually been fighting to get rid of divisions for quite some time. Yeah. Well, they were at the forefront of it. And like, I look, I, I like divisions in theory. I think everybody does, especially as these conferences get bigger, like the fact that we're going to be ranking teams one through 16, the possibility for, tie-breaking headaches like we saw with the Pac-12 this past year for the championship game. But the scheduling of it just became so unwieldy because it locked you into division like Auburn and Florida visiting each other once every dozen years. Um, Twice twice every 12 years they'd play, right? And and, Yeah, so once once in the other team's home stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's brutal. And and I I was doing some research for this column, and and that's a rivalry – that we'll bring up later as we try to figure out who who fits where. But Auburn and Florida played every year, with the exception of two World War II years, every year from 1927 to 2002. Like, that was a big-time rivalry that both fan bases miss a lot. And, yeah, because it that was one. Remember the when the SEC initially split into divisions, you had two fixed cross-divisional opponents, and then there was one rotating spot. Yeah. And then when they then they were like, well, we want to rotate more. So they got rid of one of the cross divisional opponents. And then when the new when when A&M and Missouri Mm -hmm. joined, that just became another division game. So it it is a it's been a source of controversy. The Seth, the Tennessee, Alabama game and the Georgia Auburn game are are the two. It feels like they've been trying to protect the entire time. Well, what happened for people in the SEC who have been following this for a while to review how we got here, but also people who aren't familiar with the SEC is that 
it was basically those two cross division rivalries. Some people pointed to Florida LSU, but you're in Gainesville. You can tell people both that was schools, not one. Yeah, yeah. both schools kind of hate that one, even though they've been playing a lot. So you know, I think they've been playing every year since the sixties and they played good games, but both schools hate it. <laughs> right. Now, as someone in Athens, Georgia, who kept complaining, I've never been to College Station. Right. I still haven't. No. They joined the league in 2012. 11 years ago. <laughs> reportedly. Um, and I, I'm assuming they will go there next year as planned, but now the schedule is going to get blown up, so maybe not. But anyway, people would say, well, Georgia just needs to give up the Auburn cross-division rivalry, and then you'll have more scheduling, flexibility, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's easy for you to say. Like yeah. these, It's called the Deep South's oldest rivalry for a yes. reason. And so Texas-Oklahoma – provided kind of the excuse to mm-hmm. look at things. But Greg Sankey told me, he told me two days before the Texas Oklahoma news broke um, about how they had been looking at all these possibilities. And they, they had realized, even if Texas and Oklahoma had never joined the league, they had realized they, they yeah. needed to do something. And yeah, they were, were going to change regardless. it up. And now the, the, there is still, they have not officially said it's going to go to nine conference games. It's still out there that it, they could go eight, with one fixed opponent and and then they rotate through the other bunch. But what we just said, they didn't spend all this time protecting Georgia, Auburn and Alabama, mm-hmm. Tennessee to not protect them now. So yeah. I, they're, they're going to go to nine. It's going to be three. It's up to they're going to go to nine unless discussions with ESPN get to a point like they got with CBS. <laughs> in, you know, in the lead up. But I don't think it'll get that far. I think they'll come to some sort of agreement where. ESPN will pony up a little bit more. Yeah. And every everyone will realize that it's in everyone's best interest because nine games means more inventory, means mm-hmm. better matchups. Because well, it's actually it's games, actually better quality inventory. It's probably less yes. inventory because if it's yeah. eight conference yeah. games, then that's more SEC home games. games. Yeah. yeah. But that's not like ESPN doesn't have a place to, the, the weekends where everybody's playing non-conference and a lot of those games suck. ESPN doesn't one doesn't have a place to put them all. Mm-hmm. And two the, some of the games really stink, and people don't want to watch them anyway. And ESPN, it's junk content to them. And if you have eight games, what games are we not seeing on an annual basis? Georgia-Auburn, Correct. T- Tennessee-Alabama, mm-hmm. Texas-Texas A&M. Yeah, exactly. I, you just can't in good con- – or you live in Texas. Like, the the level of hatred between Texas A&M – If they don't Texas play each A&M, other every year, I'm going to find a new career. Exactly. It's the stupidest like, I, thing I, I ever. Like, like everybody insurance. should be fired. Exactly. So, can I A&M, ask you? A&M, as the one who left that rivalry when they bolted for the SEC, they're one of the ones pushing to go to – Ross Bjork is like in the lead pushing for the nine-gamer. So well, they, and they, they, they initially proposed it years ago. Yeah. So You guys are, are both very well aware of how the SEC works and the traditions and whatnot, but I wanted to ask you this, Seth, because it just dawned on me this morning. As you were doing this exercise, and Andy, when you're doing your exercise for your column, we talked about how much college football has shifted and changed over the course of the past two years and how much it's going to change in 2024. Is there any thought process to not being so married to the past when it comes to this stuff? Like new school things of how we view the sport now. Like, are we supposed to care? And maybe this is controversial. You tell me. And I don't, I don't have a strong opinion about it. I'm just wondering, like, what the oldest rivalry is or, like, what happened okay. 70 years ago. Or, like, why can't we get, like, Alabama and Georgia as one of the – like, this, that's what well, I want. All right, this is, this is what I've been debating with all morning as I've been writing this column. And that's why I, I stopped writing it because I wanted to have this discussion before I finished it because this is what I've been going through in my head. Like, I, I think the Auburn-Georgia game, the Alabama-Tennessee game, I think those are non-negotiable. Like, you're going to have those. But – as I'm trying to figure out how the other stuff gets gets distributed, why not just make monster matchups for TV? Like and create at, a new rivalry. Or you know the best or, rivalry in college football right now is Alabama Georgia, right? Or <laughs> to cash me anyway. Or Kishin on one that's been the best for this century. Like the best the best SEC rivalry of the 21st century is Alabama LSU. Yeah, and I'm like. Well, I've already got yeah. Alabama playing playing Tennessee and Auburn. Do, do I have to give them? Or can I, can I give them LSU or should I should I give them somebody that's a little less challenging? And I'm like, screw it! I want to watch that game. Well, here's here's one thing. All right, now number one to answer your question, yes, that thought process of like 
not being wedded to historical rivalries was there. That's what I was describing earlier, mm -hmm. where when people were pushing back, this was before they agreed to get away from divisions. And for the people that still argue for keeping eight games, saying, well, you know, Georgia-Auburn, they still would play twice every four years, so every other year. And by the way, that ties into the other point, and I'm sure, Andy, you're going to make it. It's fun to talk about the three – some would say permanent, you say fixed, I might say annual now. The, well, yeah, I, I'd, three, I'd but, say yeah. leave it open to, to freshen it up yeah, every five, yeah. six years if you want to. Well, I am a literalist, by the way. So permanent yeah. is not permanent. You know, right, I'm one exactly. of those people it definitely won't says, be permanent. Yeah. I'm one of those people who says, like, when someone says he's literally on fire, I'm like, well, all right, no, no, stop, drop, and roll, or he literally broke my heart. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry about your your passing. Um, but so permanent, not permanent, annual, fixed, whatever. Yeah. But it the the beauty of what they're doing with the nine gamer. And really if, if they somehow stay with the eight gamer is they're going to rotate around enough that you are going to play every other team twice every four years. So once in your home. So if you did, if, if we don't match up Georgia, Alabama, for instance, a, they may play in the sec championship every year. They will B, play in the sec championship. Yeah, you're getting it every other year. Anyway. Play yeah. Every other year, which is yeah. more than now. I just but like, here's my, my main tenant of my thought process. If it is your team's third most important rivalry game, I don't care about it. It's not that important. It's not yeah. that important. Like, it's like, you know, I want to preserve Auburn, Alabama. You want to preserve those like historical rivalries that define college football. Well, if you if you go if you but, go by what what I'm doing, which is make monster TV matchups, you preserve those because they're monster TV matchups. For sure. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. I would like to see Alabama play LSU or and, and of course, Texas and Texas A&M, because it's an in-state rivalry that needs to happen. But also, who doesn't want to watch that game as a general fan? I don't care who wins that game. I'm not going to watch. Right. I'm going to watch it. You know, so like to me, it's like this is a business. We expanded because it's a business. So why don't you schedule in a way to get the best television ratings to make the most money? And of course, if you want to do a five-year refresher every five years or yep. every 10 years to make sure that you're current. If one of these programs falls out of, out of relevancy, then do that. But I want to see yeah. well, the and, best and the SEC games is, that we can get. Right. And the other thing is if let's say in their, in their every other year game that they play or their two twice every four years, let's say Florida and Oklahoma play like three or four classics in a row. And you're like, all right, next time around Florida and Oklahoma play every year. Mm -hmm. For about for you know for six years or for eight years or yeah. whatever that is, and and that's great because that's how some of this stuff happens. Like Florida Tennessee is an interesting one to me because Florida and Tennessee didn't play very much despite being charter members of the SEC. They didn't play very much before divisions. They'd only played twenty one times before the divisional split, and then but it so happened that Steve Spurrier's Florida teams were awesome and Philip Fulmer's Tennessee teams were awesome. And that game was the de facto SEC championship game for like a decade. And it's so like you have to, yeah, it you, becomes you have, a rivalry. That you have way. to look at it like, who cares what happened in 1923? Like what happens yeah. in 2022 yeah. or 2023 could be the thing we're talking about in, in 2050. Well, I was like, that was the first time that happened. Yeah. I don't think this is going to happen, but let's say you say Alabama LSU needs to be preserved. Right. That can be Alabama's third. Right. Um, Instead of Mississippi State, yeah, LSU I think our, I think our, I think Ari's talked me into it. Well, let's let's do yeah. this. Let's let's start with the games that are non-negotiable. Okay. These are these are the non-negotiable games. So uh, Florida, Georgia, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Alabama Auburn, Auburn, Texas, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A and M, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Alabama, Tennessee, and Auburn, Georgia. Those are non-negotiable. Yeah, I'm um, just trying to see if we we didn't miss any, right? Well, I, I here's what I like did you say Ole Miss, list. Mississippi State? I, I did. I just I said okay. the well, the yeah. game the the team I started with because it was the it's the only one where you can easily put three teams in there and it makes perfect sense and it's exactly what you want to do is Texas. You make Texas's three permanent or not permanent. We're not saying permanent. Three fixed opponents: Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas A and M. Arkansas, Texas. You guys remember when Texas went to Fayetteville yeah. a couple of years ago? Like that. Give me that game. Every freaking year, Arkansas never found anybody to hate in the yeah, SEC. Arkansas really. doesn't have anybody, and that's what that's what and works they hate for, Texas. You, you they have hate a lot them. of this where, yeah. like, um, for instance, Georgia's third team is going to be South Carolina because South Carolina's first team would be Georgia. 
So you're right. going to have a lot of that. And, and that's that's an interesting one, too. I was thinking about that, Seth. I was going to ask you about that as someone who has covered both teams as a beat writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, because growing up a South Carolina fan, like I remember and Georgia and South Carolina would play a lot when South Carolina was independent and when yeah. they were in the ACC as well. But like Brandon Bennett over the top in South Carolina's second year in the SEC is like a classic South Carolina mm-hmm. game. And even though I, th- I believe Georgia's 21 and 10 against South Carolina since the divisional split, like those South Carolina wins, you remember really some, well. Well, because of Spurrier. Yeah. You know, there were some memorable games there. And Holtz had some good years. But um, yeah, South Carolina's, I mean, the thing with South Carolina is it, it's Clemson and then like right. this huge gap yes. down to probably Georgia. Maybe Tennessee. They seem to hate Kentucky, and and Kentucky hates them, and and the wrong team wins (laughs) each year. Yeah, because they're kind of in the same tier in the SEC. Um, You know, whereas with Georgia, it's it's Florida, and then a little bit close behind Auburn, and then you know it it kind of depends on the year. You know, so so do we feel good? Tech's not even like really on the radar screen. Do do we feel good with Georgia being Florida, Auburn, South Carolina? Yes. Yes. Okay. And and I don't want to, you know, Trump, my, my survey is going to run the one we did. Oh, that's right. Um, you uh, yeah. Yes. Tell everybody about the survey, too. Yeah, we, we did a survey. Uh, Scott Docterman did one for the Big Ten first. So I stole the idea from him um, and I'm making him like figure out how to format it, too. Uh, so my <laughs> pig. Uh, and we did, smarter, not the, harder, but. <laughs> yeah, we, we did one for the SEC. So, I mean, it's not like scientific. You don't know, for instance, how many of the voters on Alabama's are Alabama fans, but it's just a SEC wide or mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't even have to be SEC fans who are doing the survey. But basically, they ranked who should be the first, second, and third team for each league for each team, first and second, third rival, I should say, for each one. And in uh, South Carolina is actually or Georgia. Their survey, South Carolina was the third choice over Tennessee, mm-hmm. which may have been a little bit of like Georgia fans now realize South Carolina is going to be the third one. Right. And this has actually been cause for people to bring up that prior to 1992, when Georgia and Tennessee were put in the same division, mm-hmm. they didn't actually play that much. Right. Ge- Georgia yeah. and Florida were, were the same way with Tennessee. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. For if This is the book I want to read. Like, how did SEC schedules get made in the 60s? Mm-hmm. Like, some teams played like five conference games. Some played eight. Like, you could do pretty yeah. much anything you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Lauren Smith told me about that, and I forget the exact details because I actually asked them last year, like, why did they not play Tennessee very much? And it, it had it, Vince Dooley did it, and yeah. it had something to do with it. some of it was like he didn't have a really good relationship with, you know, with his Tennessee counterparts um, it, it, in the same conference. Like, yeah, it could just be done that it's way. So weird, but but that's not how it's going to work now. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk Oklahoma because they're obviously going to be matched with Texas. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma and Arkansas have barely played. I feel like that should be a rivalry. Well, can I can I butt in here real quick? Go ahead. Yeah. When I covered the A&M Arkansas game in Dallas this past year. Yeah. Like, is there as we talk about Arkansas, like, are they they don't like Texas A&M very much either, do they? They don't former Southwest Conference rival, mm-hmm. so we could we could put them with A and M, and I don't have a problem with that. Put them with A and M instead of of Oklahoma. I, I do think they'd probably need to be matched with Missouri. Missouri needs some sort of natural rival, 
Yeah. And a border state seems like a logical one for that. that. That's the issue, Andy, I kept running into when you did it. It's like you'd love to like you'd love to just kind of put the Southwest Conference teams in their own little pod. But then it doesn't. Well, work. if we're if we're giving I, Missouri see, wasn't in the Southwest yeah. Conference. And, and right. Missouri was in the big eight with Oklahoma. Yeah. But yeah. Here, here's the thing. If we're going to give A&M and uh, we're going to give Arkansas to A&M or A&M to Arkansas, however we want to do that. Which I agree with, Ari, because they've played some great games. Like, and also, it was a really entertaining game to be at, and it's just like it did. It's yeah. set, it seemed like a natural rivalry at the game. Yeah, they've played some heart attack inducing games. I kind of like that. So if we're gonna do that, then that frees up a spot for Oklahoma because Oklahoma's got Texas. Do we give Oklahoma Missouri because they were together in the Big Eight and the Big Twelve? And then you put and then you put Missouri into a situation where it has somebody to hate. Right. Mm-hmm. And then but then but then you can match Oklahoma with somebody big that they've never really played before, but just that's a TV game that you're setting up. And I I don't know if it has to be just the Southwest Conference uh you know badge. I think there are and I'm help me if I'm off here with the South geography. Uh-huh. But why don't we put the teams that aren't actually really in the South? Like Mizzou's not in the South, right? No. Not Oklahoma's really. not in the South. No. So, I mean, I don't I know, mean, like I put these teams that are kind of within driving distance, right, that are kind of new to the SEC well, or well, newer to the SEC in yeah. their own pod. Well, that's the best o- way that Oklahoma you can. Oklahoma and Missouri were in the same conference together forever. In and two I've, different I've had Oklahoma and Missouri matched. Yeah, I do. I, I was yeah. I was going to do that, too. They have actually played 96 times. So yeah. okay. that's like that's an easy one, actually. But so where where would I put if I'm in doing my philosophy of. I'm just making TV matchups. Where am I putting Oklahoma? Like, who needs somebody else that's that's a big ratings grabber? Like, do I put Oklahoma with Florida? Are they? Are they? Because I don't have an just obvious. Get a third one because I don't have I an up, obvious third for Florida. Well, when I, you I say if I have a second, when you say Florida ratings yet. grab, Andy, do you mean putting at least one big time team? Uh, matched up with other teams that wouldn't draw as much television audience. Are you talking about? No, no, no. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about monster versus monster. Yeah, because like it's like you could put Oklahoma with other teams that aren't going to get as much viewership because. But then when Oklahoma's involved, you might get more. Right, but I'm not worried about raising them up. I'm I'm thinking worried about the biggest one-off shots. Yes. Okay. I want I want big here's big numbers here's a point also that i think needs to be addressed because whenever these three fixed annual opponents get put up there people focus in on like for instance auburn and like wow that'd be brutal if they are matched with georgia and Florida, i'm, I'm and not Alabama. thinking about that's that not, anymore because no cause, no that i don't think i think there might be some backroom politicking that goes on yeah. that so may maybe that goes on with some ad's and, and teams but like for one thing these things are cyclical Okay. Right. So I think they're not going to worry about the that. Well, I'm that I'm much. the one who's been saying you have to give Auburn Vanderbilt because they have to have Alabama and Georgia. And now I realize I'm completely wrong on that. Like well, Joe and then Skinner, the other argument is Joe that, Skinner here, OU versus Tennessee, the Josh Hypable. I love it. Well, I love another, it. That's another reason. It's recent, but that's another reason Florida, South Carolina could stay as something because they've got the Spurrier here. The Spurrier Bowl. Yeah. But also to make another point, and then I'll I'll shut up. Um we're talking about with three fixed opponents, one third of the schedule. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there can be this obsession with, oh, you're making so and so's team or, is, is schedule too hard. There's still six other games and right. they're going to rotate fairly regularly. And that's also, by the way, w- only one fourth of and the And there's regular a 12 team playoff. Schedule. You don't have to go undefeated. Yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> they are. I totally think, now again, I could be wrong. Some, some very good athletic director may pull some strings on something. But I totally think when this comes out on what the three fixed opponents are going to be every year, it's going to be much more for tradition and TV matchups, like you said, and then just making the schedule work and competitive balance is not going to be as much of a factor. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, let's let's get down in it. Let's let's do team by team. Now we've we've done Texas. Texas is the the easiest one. Texas has Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas A and M. Texas is done. Let's move on to Alabama. It's, uh, and, and we really probably should go name brand first. If that's the goal is to create these monster TV yeah. matchups. And it's so, better podcasting. So Alabama obviously must play Auburn, must play Tennessee. We have one spot left for the Crimson Tide. LSU? <laughs> I, we, I, like, 
I like Georgia. that. Okay, it doesn't. Ari wants Georgia. Ari wants Georgia. Yeah. All right. But but Georgia's spots are filled. That's the problem. Jumping ahead. Yes, I I, I would say so. I, I Georgia's got Florida, Auburn, and South Carolina because you got to have somebody who's a number one choice for South Carolina. And that's who that. That's well, here's who what's going to happen, Andy. You can do yours in realism, and then I'm going to write a column the day after of just perfect, done, just perfection. Mm-hmm. Do, do, oh, do and it! I'm going to disregard everything. Ari, <laughs> I don't Ari, care what's. We up. cannot write enough of these. <laughs> we cannot write enough of these. So, and, and uh, honestly, every single fan is going uh, of these big time schools would read mine and go, "This is not fair," and it's like, I don't care. Yes, because nobody's are worried about what's fair. On SEC perspective, and you can just blow yeah. up these. I'll rivalries. put a Columbus, Ohio dateline yeah. on there to make everybody feel good about it. <laughs> you should, <laughs> and just lead with Marvin Harrison was targeted. <laughs> that's a that's a different podcast, pal. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we we're gonna give are we gonna give Bama LSU? Do we want to give Bama Oklahoma? Because we could. I think we got a third for Oklahoma still. L- LSU, I'll put on my nerd hat, like as okay. looking at the permutations when I say whether something can work. LSU and Oklahoma both work. They've both got room. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Especially LSU. Well, right, also, too, Andy, I think we should put Oklahoma in there because we want to mix the flavor in of the new. You want, you want to indoctrinate Oklahoma but, into the but, SEC but, world. But, but, but how many Alabama LSU games in the last 15 years have been just freaking it actually probably should just be lsu because of just what we know about that all right so let's let's give out okay alabama's done alabama has auburn tennessee and lsu let's move to lsu since we're since we're here lsu has texas Mm a&m i think that's a must that that seven overtime game that these were two teams that always hit on you know met on the recruiting trail and they were you know Going after it, but then LSU would win the game. But that seven overtime game, I feel like changed everything. That's a that's a rivalry. I think I want to see every year. We got LSU and Alabama. Who else do we put with it? Now I will point out if we're going to go history, and Ari wants to blow up the history. LSU's played Mississippi State 116 times. They played Ole Miss 106 times. Billy Cannon was against Ole Miss, I believe. I have but, Ole Miss. As I, my, my group is Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Oklahoma for LSU. Take Oklahoma out and put Alabama in. And that then you can just switch that around with Mississippi State matched mm-hmm. up with Oklahoma. Bam. My list remains. There you go. If you if you wanted to see, I don't want to I don't know. That I want to put Mississippi State with Oklahoma. I'm going to put another giant name brand with Oklahoma. OK. Because they've got Texas, they've got. Let's all right, let's do that. All right, got to go Texas or Oklahoma. Wait, wait, what did, we, what did we decide on the third for LSU? Did we decide uh, Ole Miss we, or um, Mississippi State Ole or Mi- Ole Miss? I think we said Ole Miss, Ole Miss, okay, Texas A and M, Alabama. I like that. I and like if I'm that. Following right now, I don't know if anybody at home or any yeah, of you two guys. This I'm, probably I'm won't make sense. I'm following my list world. off the top of my head and sliding things in and out. But well, also to the LSU Texas A and M game is geographically relevant too, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The LSU, so, I believe, other than New Orleans, LSU's largest alumni base is in Houston. And it's one of their Texas main A&M's recruiting largest alumni too, bases, right? Yeah. Yes. So I think it's important to have LSU at least one at Texas team. Yes. And the one closest to Louisiana makes the most sense. But you also could just give them Texas. Well, you can't give them Texas because we've already, we've already got Texas. So Texas is done, so we can't give them Texas. All right. So... Oklahoma. Let's move on to Oklahoma. Oklahoma has Texas. We've given them Missouri. Yes. Let's put Oklahoma with a with a massive name brand. That could be Tennessee. Could be Florida. Who else we got? I've taken out LSU because we've done the LSU Alabama thing. And mm-hmm. I think we're looking at so if you take out if you give them Florida, you're taking out Georgia, no, or Auburn or South Carolina. Um, I think that's doable on that front. Uh, and I love the idea of giving them a traditional SEC power, at least from the past yeah. twenty years. We could give them. We could give them Auburn. Also, that's another. We don't have a third for Auburn yet either. So, can we give them Texas A and M? I don't think I want to give them Texas A and M. They were in the Big Twelve together. Like, ah. 
And I also think Texas A&M's are done. Texas A&M's are yeah. LSU, Texas, and, and Arkansas, right? We gave like, them we Arkansas, that Arkansas that's right. game. So. I have them with Mississippi State, but that's kind of a make-it-work kind of thing. See, the way we're doing this, by the way, is we're going to really leave a lot of these schools like with just uh, – we're putting you together. Well, guess fun. what? Yeah. Those that's Vandy, like that's, that is Vandy and Missouri's fault for not creating rivalries with well, the They also, people. too, will be better yeah. off. And like the thing yes. that, that isn't – I don't know if people would like this because it's maybe not fair from a competitive standpoint, but if you put the teams that are at the bottom of the SEC on the schedule with other teams at the bottom, then you give them a better chance of having a respectable record of potentially Precisely. building something. I, right. I, it's, I, talked, I, I talked in Destin last year with Mitch Barnhart, who was on the record and much more upfront than I thought he would be about. Basically, they wanted to stay with an eight-game schedule because of basically that reason. So I think the way you placate them, besides we're about to make all this much more money off mm-hmm. a nine-game schedule, the way you placate them is we're not going to make your three fixed opponents very hard. Yeah, exactly. That is the way to do it. All right, let me let me run through what we've just figured out here. Just we're doing the monster matchups. Philosophy. I feel bad for anybody listening to this while driving tomorrow. Seth, Seth, Seth's is a, <laughs> Seth is a little different. So go to the athletic and look at Seth's. It's again. You you're gonna have your own opinions on this, but here's here's what we have so far. Alabama has Auburn, LSU, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Texas has Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Texas A and M. Oklahoma has Florida, Missouri, and Texas. I love Texas, that Florida matchup. Texas mm-hmm. A and M has Arkansas, LSU, and Texas. Georgia has Auburn, Florida, and South Carolina. Now we get to Florida, Georgia. Oklahoma and South Carolina. That makes sense geographically, yeah. historically, Spurrier and all that. Um, I mean, I, I know we want to set up these monster TV matchups, but at some at some point, you also kind of have like too many. Well, let, well here's one. Oh, 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 here's we, one we gave, that is. We gave Ole Miss LSU right, so I can't. I can't propose that we continue the LSU yeah. Florida series. Okay. But yeah. Florida, Kentucky has had some pretty good games, right? Or is oh, that oh, does, late, but that doesn't that was dry, a it doesn't move the series for a while. Yeah. Because I'm thinking if if you want to give Kentucky one game, if they're improving, yeah. you give them the benefit of the doubt and you well, give let them me, Florida. Let me, let me every give year, you the that, one let me give you the series that Florida fans would want back, even though competitively maybe they don't want it back. They want the Auburn series back. I don't know that if you if you put Auburn with Georgia and Alabama and Florida, if Florida gets good again, that's that's bad news for Auburn. But I mean, again, these things are cyclical. It's it's a cyclical great one TV matchup. It's one third of your conference schedule. It is a great TV matchup. Mm -hmm. Great. Now, the South Carolina thing, where do you put them? But and also you could. But the other thing you could do is Florida, Tennessee. Florida Tennessee is a good TV ratings matchup too. Tennessee is interesting, especially coming off the year they just had, because they could have like it. ten, right? It feels like they could have like ten different ones. Yeah, well, they well because where they're situated geographically, they've got a team in their home state in mm-hmm. Vanderbilt. They've got Kentucky right above them, Alabama's below them, Auburn. I mean, they t- they, they their state touches South Carolina, Georgia. How many states did Tennessee might touch like almost every state? It's a very long parallelogram. I mean, it is a Um, long parallelogram. Tennessee, we have with Alabama. I think they've probably got to have Vanderbilt. Do they have to have Vanderbilt or do they have to have Kentucky? And that's more for Kentucky to have a nice border rivalry. That's that's why I think Tennessee's kind of locked in. I think they get those three. Alabama, Kentucky, Vandy? Yeah. So we're going to give Auburn to Florida? Yeah. I think we could kick Vandy out of this thing to. and just give him. That respect. was what I did, but you, this is not fun if we agree. You well, guys have okay. Already, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep yeah. the Tennessee Florida rivalry alive. So congratulations, Auburn. You don't have to worry about Florida getting good again, and, and then you having a complete murderer's row. I'll keep I'll keep Tennessee Florida alive for now. Tennessee, right. Alabama, Florida, and Ken- Tennessee, Alabama, Alabama, Florida, and Kentucky, and Kentucky. Yeah, and Auburn gets Vanderbilt. Well. I, I haven't decided yet. As, okay. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've seen that from the people that become obsessed with competitive balance. 
Um, right. Try, but I'm not worried. We're not worried about balance yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. But now I got to figure out who to put with Auburn because we, we've got Alabama, Georgia. Let's give. Should, should we give them Mississippi State? Should we give them in, in honor of the three-two game in two thousand eight? Yeah. Because um, we got we got to we got to spread. We got to. Who's Mississippi the best State available team. that we can just completely? Uh, That's what I'm looking down my list. Mississippi State at. is probably the the best historically. Because have we? No, I want to give them the hardest I, I was possible wondering about team. Arkansas. I'm not sure we're full on so Arkansas. They we have we, Texas we got, and Texas A and M, Texas and Missouri. Okay, they're done. Okay. They're done. Yeah. By the way, we're almost done with Missouri. Yeah. Uh, I like this. That becomes yeah. Georgia, yeah. Alabama, and one other one. If we would have given Auburn Florida, that would have been hilarious. But I'm trying to think of who is free that we can get it so that Auburn has the hardest possible schedule that a human it's, being can. It's either even. Ole, it's either Ole Miss or Mississippi State. What? Those are the those are the two hardest we have slots for right now. Well, I think it should be Ole Miss given the coaching situation there. oh man you're you're the one with the paintbrush here pal you tell me mississippi state fans are not gonna like this i'm i'm reserving the right to maybe switch that up in the column but i right now I'm, i'm with you i like it we'll be right back after these words Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do we have any idea like how long this rotation would be? Like we we talk about this is cyclical, so you can revisit. You can how, you can revisit it every four years if you want yeah, to, right? I mean, so they potentially could do that. I don't know. Like I don't think we've talked offline about this reporting wise on what we've heard, but I haven't actually heard whether they're. I don't like, even know if they've talked about that. Yeah. I, I think that's one of those things that that they're going to see how it goes, mm-hmm. and and look, you'll you'll kind of know how it. I think it's going to go like gangbusters, really. Just because everybody's going to be so excited. Think about Seth, you cover Georgia. I'm in Gainesville, so I hear the Florida fans' complaints about their home schedule all the time. A lot of that is because, you know, the neutral site game also takes away another potential Mm -hmm. visit from somebody or road trip to somebody. But, you know, they're tired of just Kentucky, Missouri, South Carolina over and over and over and over and over again. Like they want something different. So the idea that Texas is going to show up or you can go to Austin or you can go to Norman. Like that's a big deal for for those fan bases, and and yeah, I mean, I've, I've tried to explain this to Georgia people, and and maybe it just warrants doing a column that emphasizes it again. But everything's about to change, and you, the it is going to be harder for Georgia. Like I, I, I'm but not Georgia saying, was already going to do that anyway. Like they yeah, were scheduling up anyway. They had scheduled. They they're supposed yeah. to play Oklahoma this year. Yeah. Um. They they had a home and home with Texas, and they still have home and homes with. UCLA coming up and, and whatnot. But the, the look, I'm not saying Georgia would not have won the last two national championships if the current or if the soon to be format had actually been in place in 21 and 22. But Georgia has benefited from playing yeah. in the East. They have not only been able to play Vanderbilt, Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri every year, but they've had Florida and Tennessee in various yeah, they've, and they've had Florida fall flat a little bit yeah. the last couple of years, and that helps them a they lot. Have not had to, they've, they've not had that road game at Texas A&M. That ro- they, they did have a road game at Alabama in 2020, but yeah. you, you get the point. There's been They haven't had to go to Baton Rouge since 2018. Um, now you're going to have that. Like Once every four years, you got to go to Death Valley. Everybody has to go to Death Valley. Everybody has to go to Sanford Stadium. Everybody has to go to the Swamp except for Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it, it's, it's, everything's changing. It's going to become harder, which is why I wrote the other day that this worked out perfectly for Sankey. He kind of knew what he was doing. He knew that he was on this one track of making the conference harder, even before Texas and Oklahoma joined. Right. And then, but he was on this other track of, he was going to increase the margin for error for his teams. Well, here's All the right. one concern that I have, Andy. Okay. About what we've done so far. So the thing that we're most looking forward to with this new uh, mm-hmm. new conference with two yep. new members, 
is the mixture of blood a little bit. Correct. And the one thing that I am a little concerned about is that the teams that are coming in are kind of in their own bubble. Not like because like they're, they're in a bubble that's familiar to them, and then they're gonna remember they're gonna get six other games. No, I know, I on know the schedule, and it's like, yeah. but like when you give when you have Texas and Oklahoma and A and M in Texas, I guess it's a renewed rivalry that has to happen. But we didn't but we didn't make A and M and Oklahoma ones because they weren't they were they were only together in the Big Twelve, like they the, they weren't together. Previous to that, yeah. because A and M was in the Southwest Conference and Oklahoma was in the Big Eight. But you can't. So, I guess you can't do anything about it anyway, because we can't live in a world where Oklahoma and Texas don't play every year, or o- Texas and A and M don't play every right. year. Right. All right. So here's here's what we got. We, we're we're doing really well, guys. By the way, so we 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 settled on Ar- Ar- Auburn has Alabama, Georgia, and Ole Miss. Arkansas has Missouri, Texas, and Texas A and M, which I really like that. Mm-hmm. That's one I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Like the A and M Arkansas Ari, that's that was a great call by you because I will say the games they have played since becoming members of the conference, and actually they played a good one in a non-conference game in, in 2011, have been really fun games. So I want to see that over and over again. I'm good with that. Right now, here's what we need more of. I so I Ole Miss. We already had LSU and Mississippi State for them. I'm adding Vanderbilt to them. They've actually played a lot, and it's a surprisingly competitive series. And that they aren't that far away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Oxford and Nashville is not a bad drive, vice versa. So they've actually played 95 times, and Ole Miss leads with a 53-40 in two records. So I, I'm fine with that. Let's let's do that, and that, that finishes off Ole Miss for us. So now we have Kentucky, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Missouri and Vanderbilt that we've not finished. And we just got to figure out how to how to finish them. South yeah. Carolina, by the way, is going to get a situation where they're going to feel like they got some little bit easier wins, I think. I mean, and that's the idea. And I think Kentucky would get that, too. And that's what that's how you make uh, Mark Stoops feel better about mm-hmm. this. Uh, and w- what do we have for South Carolina, Georgia? We've got Georgia. That's it right now. Okay. Um, do we send? Do, do they get to go to Nashville every other year? Still, they'll take it. They'll take it. And I, well, I say put them with Kentucky because yeah. I actually think that's a spicy little rivalry yeah. that that could get spicier. Like one one that was Stoops making fun of Beamer before the season, and then mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Levis got hurt, and South Carolina went up there and whooped them. Spurrier had some good games with Kentucky too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Okay, so let's let's give South Carolina to Kentucky. Kentucky's Tennessee, South Carolina. Who else do we put with with Kentucky? And then we gotta we gotta find somebody from Mississippi State. Do we put you know Mississippi State and Kentucky have been crossover opponents? Do we yeah, want to keep that? They're, they're not that. I mean, is Vanderbilt done? Vanderbilt has two slots. So does Missouri. Okay. Well, I had. Originally Kentucky with Vanderbilt, but that doesn't have to stay that way necessarily. Um, well, we can put them with Vanderbilt, but Mississippi yeah. State's got to play somebody. So, do they? <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. If we took one away from Mississippi State, could we just give Alabama and Georgia an extra fourth? I'm not good at math. They, I don't they, know how that they works. Have to, they have to play a ten game conference schedule. And Mississippi, Mississippi State, just plays State an gets an extra game. bye week. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like it's like the '60s in the SEC all over again. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, and, and you can kind of just throw people <laughs> Kat, with anybody because I'm remembering Catherine B, our favorite commenter. Yeah. With a with a doozy here, eighty percent of Nashville's economy is Ole Miss grads bachelorette party. So that's a great combo. Yeah. Thank you, Catherine. We appreciate that. <laughs> that's that's what we were thinking. We were feeding feeding the Nashville economy. I remember when I covered South Carolina, they were matched up with Arkansas as their cross division opponent yes, before they came in at the same time because they yeah. came in at the same time, and it was just the oddest thing. And it, it just goes to show that, like, as long as you get the best, like the most historic rivalries here, like it's going to be better mm-hmm. than the way it's been. How about? Oh, here we go. I feel like these two because we were saying Kentucky, Mississippi State. But I feel like Kentucky and Missouri have played some good games mm-hmm. yeah. over the years. Why don't we do Kentucky, Missouri? I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, they're two teams that are, you know, the 
they might be are they the most northernmost SEC teams at this point or is Yes, they are. Yes. I don't know if Oklahoma's little you know they're No, no. Coordinates I, I, are a little north. Uh, but, no, 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 yeah. no. Okay. <laughs> no, they're quite right. north of there. So yeah. This is a good time to whip out my favorite stat that I think a lot of people have figured out by now that Atlanta is west of Detroit. That's right. Yes. Athens, Time zones, baby. Yeah. Well, that's what, that, what like when I, before I worked for a company that was based in New York, I remember I'd visit New York and be like, why does it get dark so early? And then you look at a mm-hmm. map and you realize, oh, I live in Florida, which is significantly west of New York. Mm-hmm. You just assume that the all eastern seaboard is straight up and down. I'm sitting not. here looking at a map of America right now. because Michigan's fight song, <laughs> you know, champions of the west and. Well, they were the West at the time. Yeah, you know, we're the, talking <laughs> about the Southeast Conference and yeah. to the West. Atlanta is west of Detroit. Holy crap! That's right. Yeah. Auburn is also east of Nashville. No, but Florida is so that's Florida isn't east of New York. West of New York, I said. Oh, uh, west of New York. Yes. Yeah. So I am. I am only an hour east of the the Central Time Zone line. Your favorite. That's, your favorite time zone. No, I'm in Eastern time zone. I know, I'm kidding. The world, the world <laughs> no. moves on Eastern time, Ari. I feel like I feel like everybody on the East Coast loves Eastern time, and everybody on Pacific Coast loves Pacific time, and we, then you all agree no, no. that Central sucks. No, no, Central <laughs> time zone people love their time zone more than anyone else. I, you find they call it God's time, and I'm like, really? No, your prime time starts at 7 p.m. That's I feel like we're not. Weird. I feel like we're not cool enough to be on Eastern time. When we don't get the benefits of having see the Easter time, time actually sucks because everything you you, you just have to I, wake up earlier. I, yeah, and, and I can't tell you, especially the older you get, like and the earlier you go to sleep, like the more stuff you miss. Like I was, I was actually having trouble getting through the Super Bowl, and that's for a game that started at like, <laughs> right that ended at ten fifteen yeah. p.m. Eastern I go, time. When I when I go to the West Coast, I was there obviously in L.A. for the uh, national championship. But when I make my annual trek to Las Vegas, it's just I when I'm able to stay up, but it's, it's just, it's so illuminating. Like, wow, I didn't miss anything. It's if you, I, I got to see everything and then I still had time to go to dinner. Yeah. I just don't know what world I'd want to live in where there's not a sporting event to gamble on at 10 o'clock PM because everything's over. And like, tell me you didn't bet on the Super Bowl without telling me you didn't bet on the Super Bowl. I had a hard enough time making it through the Super Bowl. You know, so you had to get some shekels out there, the man. Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I, did not, I, I did not bet on the Super Bowl. I did not have a, uh, I, I, if I had a slight rooting interest, it was in the Chiefs. Um, oh, uh, speaking of betting on the Super Bowl, I wanted to tell you something. So I had a sizable bet on the on the birds this weekend on mm-hmm. the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because of this, I had Brittany walking around the Super Bowl party, continually getting or telling everybody "Go Birds" the entire day. Mm-hmm. And today I got her a Valentine's Day card, and it says, "If you're a bird, I'm a bird." On it, like uh, from nice. the Notebook. Very. And I nice. thought that was pretty clever, and I wanted to share that. I don't know. That is. Well, we're birds, and, you know, go birds. Rachel McAdams. Uh, was it, who's, is it Ryan, uh, Ryan Gosling. Gosling? Yeah. Weren't yeah. They was born it? on the same day in the same hospital in Ontario. No, something I'm like looking that. that up right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you're just spitting hard trivia facts today. Hey, Seth. Got, well, you know, guys, we <laughs> did. We did actually finish this thing because we didn't leave ourselves a lot of options. Okay. Toward the end. So Missouri, you've got Oklahoma, Kentucky and Mississippi State. Vanderbilt has Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and South Carolina. Kentucky has Tennessee, South Carolina, and Missouri. South Carolina is Georgia, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky. I feel very good about this. Mm -hmm. I do. I feel very good. Uh, Florida, Oklahoma feels like the weirdest matchup we've made, but but it feels like something I'd like to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's not like South Carolina, Arkansas, which one of those odd permanent matchups from the old days where it was like, Okay, and I think yeah. actually Florida and Oklahoma match up on the recruiting front a lot. Or forcing Missouri into the East, and all the like. I can say this as somebody who has had to biannually make that trek to Missouri. That was the worst trip because it is in the middle of the state, and so you had to either fly into St. Louis or Kansas City and then drive two hours. Did you drive through the Ozarks like Marty Bird? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> but filmed in Georgia, by the way. Everything's uh, filmed in Georgia. Yeah. Just assume it's in what Georgia. What lake is it in Georgia? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um I think I think they use I think they use footage of 
the Lake of the Ozarks. But they film like, the thing. I, I, don't the footage, know if I, can, yeah. I don't know if I can tell this story very quickly, so I'll try. But um, so Kirby Smart and before him, Mark Richt went to this uh, Camp Sunshine in over the summer, took the team there every year. Kirby's older brother, Carl, went there when he had leukemia as a kid. Long story. Anyway, so um, we're there covering it one year. And Jake Rowe, my friend, you know, Andy, you know him. Um, mm -hmm. for 24-7 at the time, now on three, comes over to me and points at one of the other adults there that I think was working there as a counselor and said, doesn't that look like the guy who in Ozark season one is the strip club owner? And I'm like, maybe. And Jake watched it a lot more closely than me. And then he goes over to him and says, anybody tell you you look like the so-and-so? And the guy looks at him and says, could you tell from like when my body comes up out of the water, my dead body? It was him. Ha! It was him. He wasn't, I, mean, I think he was an actor, but he was just, because it was in Georgia, they were just like, hey, you know, we need. So I feel like, I feel like if you, if you want to be an actor, yeah, you can move out to Hollywood, but, but really just sort of stay near Atlanta and, yeah. and get your break. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. Yeah. So Brandon Simmons in the chat, why is primetime at 7 p.m. weird? I didn't understand weird, you, you weirdo. Primetime starts at 8 p.m. Yes. Well, there's no such thing as prime time anymore anyway. You watch shows when you want to watch them. I, I didn't understand why you said that either, Andy. It's like, I it's feel like weird. 7, yeah. 7 p.m. is 8 like p.m. 8 p.m. is when prime, prime time starts. Time. Yeah, even but even sports is moving around. I know. I feel I, like yeah. 7 p.m. is an elite time to start a game. <laughs> is it really? I'm okay with it, yeah. Or like okay. 60 minutes comes on at 7. Well, we've done this. You know who's going to be super pissed at us? Mississippi State fans. Because other than the Egg Bowl, they're not getting any of their traditional rivals, and they're going to be mad about this. They didn't well, get those, Alabama, which I think in they reality get, they'll get Alabama probably. I think they will too. Yeah. They do get a trip to Nashville every other year in our plan, though. And also, too, this is revisited every four or eight years, depending yeah. on what you want to write in the column. So yeah. win some games, make some people excited, and you can change your... I, don't, I just don't care about watching that game well, right now. I mean... You want to know what this uh, the the series is is very lopsided between Mississippi State and Alabama. Mississippi so, State's got a bunch more wins. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Alabama Alabama leads the all-time series 85-18 and 3. So why would record. people be upset that we didn't re-up that? Well, Mississippi State people might be upset cuz they would probably like to see Alabama or Auburn every They rather like to not get their butts kicked that year and just maybe get some more wins. That'd be well, fun. There you go. There you go. This is, I mean, I, I'm extending the olive branch to Mississippi State President Mark Keenum, mm -hmm. who's very active in SEC leadership, by the way, with, Hell, with make the some winnable games in 24. Yeah. Finally yeah. kind of rested the, you know, the the controls. One of the group of presidents that rested the controls. So Nicholas Young, Mizzou keeps putting put, getting put with Mississippi State in, in these, and there are literally not two fan bases that have less to do with each other than those two. Mizzou should be Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Kentucky or Vandy. Um. I guess like there's nothing about Missouri yeah. that makes me think, Oh, they've got to be with, they don't have to be with anybody. I think that the Missouri is a big 10 school. Okay. So the yeah. fact that they are in the yeah. sec to begin with means well, they, they did, are going they to, they have did want to be in the big 10 set. They, they were trying to get in the big yes. 10 didn't yes. and got in the sec instead. I, and I also so. think that Missouri's in this position right now because they were the sacrificial lamb to a certain extent on, what it took to get to the top, which is the cream of the crop. And I think of all the ones that we put together, you know, that's, we're all excited for Texas and A&M. We're all excited for, you know, the ma maintaining some of these. But I'm super excited about Oklahoma, Florida. Uh, like, that's what we're excited about. Back, back, to, back to the 7 p.m. conversation. Domer says 7 p.m. is when Andy watches Wheel of Fortune. That is wrong, Domer. 7 p.m. is when I watch Jeopardy. Wheel of Fortune is at 7.30. <laughs> 7 p.m. is my kid's bedtime. and that's Does anybody on the face of the earth watch watching. TV like that anymore? No. Okay. Uh, yes. I was yeah, yes, actually, most people, just not us. <laughs> yeah, I just, what time does something start? It, it starts when I say it starts now. Have you, I know we have to wrap this show up sometime, but and, and we don't want to go too off tangent, but did either oh, of you guys we're cut in, the cord We're an yet? hour in. We can go have, way Have off. either of yes. you guys cut the cord yet, or are you oh, yeah. still? I cut okay. the cord in 2019. Yeah, I think I tried I, to do it, but because of live sports, I can't. But you're, no, no, no. I'm not. Pay, I'm still paying for a bundle. I'm just not. Cord. No, he's saying, do you not like yeah. the delay, or because you yeah. don't want to lose? Yeah, no, I, the delay. No, we have we cut the cord, but we still have YouTube TV stream services, right? Yeah. yeah. Or what do you have, Andy? Yeah, I, I mean, we, so I, I have, right now 
as sling and YouTube TV, depending on the day. And so that's still the same. I'm still paying for that. I'm just not paying what I was. It's I had actually direct, not that much cheaper, though. I had so. direct TV before that. It was all the equipment stuff with direct TV. Yeah. You knock that off. But you're, but you're paying for Internet through somebody like I, I pay for Internet through AT&T. So that's once you add that in, it's you know, the best the part same. about it, Seth, and you might have this through cable, but like having the app on the phone, mm-hmm. like I'll just like go, you know, go into the toilet yeah. and just I, watch. I, I watch. Yes. Yeah. I, I watch games um, on my app and I watch I, games in the shower. I watch got, them. Yeah, I've got Spectrum for basically that reason. And yeah. so like when I'm watching the Super Bowl, I, I can just I know I can turn to a certain channel. But yeah, we, we tried to cut the cord, but everything we needed to get needed, quote unquote, it just added up and it was like, OK, and yeah, the, they're, the delay. They're, I'm convinced they're going to get the same amount of money out of us one way or the other. Yeah, it's just yeah. A, it's just now I, I do. And we talked about this the other day on the show. There's a great story that came out late January. Uh, Bill Shea and I'm I'm blanking on the other author from the Athletic, our, our sports business folks, uh, about no man's land, which is where we are now. Where there mm-hmm. are sports on streaming, then you have to pay for these individual different streaming services depending on what you like, and then sports on the bundle, and eventually the bundle will collapse, and it's all going to be on streaming, or you're going to pay, you know. You'll pay for ESPN, just ESPN, but it's not happening yet. And there's no telling how long it is. And I saw Bob Iger, the the chair of of Disney, which owns ESPN, which owns mm-hmm. ABC, said it's gonna the bundle's gonna fall apart and we're gonna be selling to you directly, but I'm not gonna tell you when that is. So that's yeah. the problem. Is and, and Disney We're is, gonna pay more until that happens. And it looks like Disney's gonna offload ESPN. Yes, that's the other thing. So that goes against the idea that you can get Disney Plus and ESPN Plus and pay for those two together. Instead. Yeah, that's well, I see I was thinking the Disney Plus like all of the Disney universe cuz Hulu is, is interesting cuz Hulu doesn't really need to exist anymore now that the other networks all have their own streamer. Like mm-hmm. Hulu initially was created to have a streaming place for these different network shows. So if you didn't have a bundle or you didn't have an antenna you could watch ABC shows the next day or NBC shows the next CBS shows the next day. You don't need that now. So that's Except another Hulu a, puts out some slapper original content. They now. do. They have the who is the Chippendales one, right? That That's that's where that one is. That's a uh, good show. I haven't I don't even know what you're talking about. There's another Hulu show. It's a British import that we just watched called Extraordinary. Mm hmm. That is one of the funniest shows I have ever seen. It is hysterical. It's, it's a world where everybody has one superpower exactly one except for the main character who doesn't have one like her power has not you you get them like on your 18th birthday but her power has not shown itself yet it is so funny so if you've not watched anyway, extraordinary watch it Sorry. to bring it back to sports real quick i saw someone quoted over the weekend and i forget, it, it might have been i don't know if it was your mark or one of the commissioners or whatever but basically saying the, re- the effect of all this is that like you're, you're it's hard to flip around apps yes it you are is you, there an easy way the, to do that like no, that, that's and, why regular cable for me if i'm now i'm not home most saturdays yeah. i'm covering a game but if i'm sitting around watching a college basketball we you know nfl whatever you, you can flip around it's hard to do that well the, the uh the the thing is is on the streaming services, they're all pretty, there's a TV guide, digital one that you can scroll through the same way you would with cable. Well, what what you need, what and it's a hard, it's a hardware thing, like whoever whatever TV company comes out with the TV that you can pop a button and then all of what you can watch right now mm-hmm. based on what apps you subscribe to, and they'll get that. Yeah, it's coming. It's just not here yet. Didn't that but wasn't there coming. an ad for Tubi last night that kind of oh, threw everyone that was off? Horrendous. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Well, that just made me angry. Yeah, but, but was I able to just name Tubi, which I never had before? I never so heard of it. Yeah, it worked. And uh, they, they were watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is a, a a great movie. Yeah, it did not, you know, maintain their marriage, unfortunately. But no. uh, it started it though. Yeah, I mean, it wrecked their previous ones, but then started the new one. So, yeah. all right, gentlemen, this has been a pleasure. We've solved all the problems for the SEC. I don't think they're going to listen to us, but I, I like think we're close. 
I, I like where we're at on that. So yeah. I apologize to the Mississippi State people and the Missouri people who are clearly mad at us. Win more. But... <laughs> Thank you, Ari. Say it again. Win more. And For my the people closing, in the back. Yeah. My closing message, it's one third of the schedule. Yeah. The rest and they, will can be fine. Yeah. they can change it. They can change it every change four it. years. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I love it when we solve problems. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you tomorrow.